I'm looking through some of the group names, and some of them are just really like fantastic. It's like, um, it's like um, digestive system surgery, rectum destruction, <laughs> or or anus destruction. <laughs> I'm like, rectum I'm like destruction. I'm like destruction. <laughs> Welcome to what episode are we on? One two two. Welcome to so one twenty two of the Try Gives podcast. It is Valentine's Day, which is nothing. I don't believe in it, and neither should you. Anybody listening out there, you know why? Because it's created by by Hallmark, and the saint after which its name got eaten by a lion. So there, yeah. or something. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I believe in Valentine's Day because I have a deep bass bass voice and I'm sextacular. Yes, I'm your host, um, Barry uh, Austin, Mr. Chupon, as usual. <laughs> oh God, and I have a cough. And with me is the hair, who doesn't have a cough. The hair does not have a cough. His name is also known as Al. Um, not him, just his name. But uh, if you have been following us like good little sheep, you may have noticed something different. Uh, coming up in your iTunes feeds, uh, this is what we call the trilobite. Uh, in essence, if you didn't listen to my first trilobite, the reason why we're doing it is because it um, it's really hard for us to get episodes up on time, and uh, you know, with all the editing that has to go on with it, considering that you know we have uh, uh, money making schemes called jobs, mm-hmm. and uh, so. We decided to do is say, "Hey, each of us individually, just talk about what we've been playing and what's new in in our gaming calendar, uh, and we can just upload those individual recordings. And it'll t- it'll be easier for me to edit because it's just one doofus talking, um, and then it'll give you guys something to listen to throughout the week while you wait for our delayed uh, uploads because I'm a tool. So you know, ho- hopefully it's." T- Hopefully it's working out for you guys. Uh, hopefully you like it. Um, and yeah, uh, what are your thoughts on that hair? Um, it's a good idea. It's cool. It's it, cool. Uh, works pretty well to keep the workload spread out, and it keeps people listening. Uh, I'm looking through our inbox right now uh, and deleting spams. We got a we got an email from Melanie Reed that says that our mailbox has exceeded the storage limit. Really? Yes, I wonder if But it hasn't. Well, I don't know. Maybe it has. Let's see. Melanie Reed might be a customer service chick from 1N1. Let's see what she says. Uh, yeah. System.webincrease at live.com is, means nothing to me. So mm-hmm. you're getting deleted. Goodbye, Melanie. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Even though we're a video gaming podcast, check this out. Jessica at ukrblank.com sends us an email with the subject gardening secrets. Awesome. I mean, we can use some gardening. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold up, hold up, hold up! Wait, the subject is gardening secrets. The text of the message is, "Paris Hilton gets fucked. Want to see more?" Question mark. No, thank you. <laughs> yes, so that's gardening. Yeah, they're they're you know they're trimming the bush. That's why. Um, player at funtb.com spam the Lion King. Uh, <laughs> MySpace. Uh, Jessica at Goldborg Supermarket. Uh, Jessica at wirelessaccess.com Ashley King 
Uh, mm-hmm. Mariana at technoinc.com, as seen on CNN and ABC News. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to delete you now. <laughs> and then, and then MySpace has sent us a message that says, "TryGames.net, meet people from your school." All right, then. But TryGames doesn't go to school. But we have to list a school in TryGames.net's MySpace page. So we listed a school. I can't remember which school we listed. I think we listed yours, mine, and Ethan's schools. Ooh, Aggie has sent us a new message. Who's Aggie? Hi, hi, would you like to see photos of me? I bet it's something like that. Let's see. Uh, Well, I can't open it because it doesn't say it in the email, but it probably is one of those things. Okay, so deleted. Uh, By the way, yes, we do have a MySpace page. No, we haven't checked it in over a year. So there. There's nothing on it. Uh... I got some news while you're looking through spam. Froilin at Denucci.com sends us a message with the subject healthy bones. What is your news? Um, Midway owes a whole bunch of people a whole bunch of fucking money. Oh, shit. This and is not good. Uh, this is on Kotaku. Apparently they got a... Oh, if, I guess it's from the bankruptcy proceeding. Oh. Game Politics has it, yeah, through the court records. And they have a list of people that Midway owes money to and how much shit. they owe. It goes anywhere from $125,495 to Sears and Roebuck to $150 million to Wells Fargo Bank. Oh, man. There's some gems in here. They owe Toys R Us $615,000. They owe Target $934,000. Best Buy $1,114,000. Walmart $1.5 million. They owe Epic Games almost $2 million. Jeez. Warner Brothers. Oh, for the for the Unreal license engine licensing, yeah, yeah, huh? Yeah. Uh, they owe Warner Brothers, I guess, for DC six point six million dollars. Oh, wow. They owe NBA seventeen point two million dollars. NBA ballers. What a waste of what a waste of money <laughs> that is. Um, oh, National Amusements. I guess this uh, National Amusements. The arcades for the arcades twenty million dollars. Oh God. Um. They they have a forty thousand dollar unsecured loan for the guy who bought Midway. Uh, for, did I say forty thousand? I meant forty million. <laughs> I was gonna say forty thousand. <laughs> pocket change. I hear that. Take it. Take it. Take uh, it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Let's see. David Zucker. When they dropped him, they owe him three hundred thousand dollars severance pay. Mm. Uh, TNA. Who else? GameStop, one hundred twenty-seven thousand. <laughs> <laughs> For what used games? I don't know. Maybe the advertising. There's really nothing else of note. Technicolor Video Services, Farsight Technologies, yeah. Professional Films Incorporated, Hollywood Entertainment, AAFES Headquarters. <laughs> let's uh, let's see. Let's uh, I think what we're gonna do this episode is we're gonna hit the mailbag real quick because we have. An entry for the uh, Dissidia Potion contest uh, to kick it all to kick it off. I guess uh, we only have one entry, so because we haven't decided on a deadline yet, mm-hmm. let's make that deadline um, today. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. <laughs> let's make it. Um, I'm gonna look at the calendar here because this is this episode is inevitably not gonna show up until Thursday. So let's Why? make it. The... There's only two of us. I know, but like you know, I bet you stuff is gonna crash, and then I'm just not gonna be able to get to it. I don't know. Okay, let's make the deadline uh, the end of February, so the 28th. All right, so everybody, the deadline for the Decidia Potion contest is February 28th, 2009. Uh, regardless of of whether or not we actually record an episode on that day, I will read your 
notes, and I will send I will send your notes out to everybody on on quote end quote staff, and we will take a, a a proxy vote if we cannot record on that day. So that is the hard deadline. Be sexy, hit that deadline. Um, but yeah, if you don't know what it is, uh, what this contest is, it's basically for a Final Fantasy Dissidia potion direct from Japan. Uh, not direct from Japan, direct from Japan to my hand and then to your house. <laughs> um, and basically it's a, I think it was, I think I said like max 500 words maybe. Of, yeah, uh, I think that's 500. Uh, yeah, 500 words max of uh, a short story or an essay or whatever about Dissidia, about the potion. It doesn't have to be, um, it doesn't have to have a minimum. I, I'm sorry, we don't have a minimum, but if you think that one word is going to get you to win, Go ahead and send that one word in, and you probably won't win. Just letting you know right now. But Unless um, that word is win, and then you may have a chance. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, win! But uh, <laughs> the GameCube controller, win button. But um, yes, it has to be about the Dissidia Potion. The Dissidia Potion can be a character in your short story, or it can be about it as an object of desire or something else. It just has to be about the Dissidia Potion. Um. It could be Xenogear style, where you know they ran out of budget, and the whole second. Uh, wait, you're not you're not on the second disc, are you, Al? Of what? Xenogears. No, I'm still. I'm only eight hours in the game. Okay, I won't spoil that then. Uh, <laughs> well. Well, no, I know what what happens in the first oh, like, hour of the second disc. So. The chair. The chair. Yeah, it's just like, you know, pull up a chair. Pull up a chair because we ran out of budget. Watch in his chair. And... Yeah. Have him, like, tell you 10 years' worth of stories. Yeah, it could be like that. It could be dudes sitting in chairs talking about, I remember when the Dissidia Potion first helped me move out of my house. It was, you know, touching. And it could be stuff like that. Yeah, just but, don't uh, make it three hours long. Yeah, don't make it three hours long, 500 words max. Uh, but we're going to start off with this mailbag here uh, with that entry, and then we're going to move on to, um, I guess, taking bits out of our trilobites and discussing them, the ones that are worthy of discussion. So um, let's see. This is from Shane Lahid. I hope I pronounced your name right. Also known as Aspro73 on GameSpot and OneUp.com. Nice. Um, Aspro. Yeah. A S P R O, not Ass. Oh, I know. He's, he's the guy with the um the the little aspirin box. Yeah, the aspirin box. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> called Aspro73. Um. So so his his essay is. In most JRPGs, hell, in all of JRPGs, the drill is you walk into a generic-looking store. Notable only by the potion bottle sign above the door and pick up the potions you need. The ones that give you more magic, the ones that heal you, and the ones that cure specific ailments, like having been turned into stone. You may think that the sage chemist behind the counter is the one that put together these potions. You'd be wrong. Potions, like Dissidia, are not made from all natural organic materials found in local forest. They're in fact usually made in large industrial factories in Japan. No, these factories are not even in the steampunk aesthetic. They look like any other food factory. Neat, clean, stainless steel everywhere. In most cases, the potions you drink are not even what the label says. That Dissidia potion in your hand is actually a relabeled, misformulated Red Bull. It lacked, the, it lacked the sufficient protein, so they added melamine to it. Usually they ship these off to Big Lots or Sam's Club or whatever. But every few years, a new Final Fantasy comes out, and these potions have to be shipped off to every little remote village to be sold to gullible sojourners. Not all the potions are placebos, however. Phoenix Down is the real stuff. It has to be so that if, it has to be so that if the fake potions don't work, there's an emergency break. <laughs> Phoenix Down Potion is a very expensive to make. What with all the crushed bird testes they shove in there. <laughs> and as a result, all the gill the potion sellers make on the bad tasting generic potion is pretty lost. 
pretty much lost in their Phoenix down shipment. So awesome. yeah, that was a very uh, educational essay. Uh, I appreciate the bird testes. Uh, that was very good. You know, um, this is funny because it, it makes me think of how, um, like he says that like the potions didn't work. You know that they added uh, crap into it or whatever, and they just sell them to people who, um, you know, who were gullible enough to buy it. <laughs> it's like drugs. Yeah, and it's almost like buying potions when you're level 99 and trying to use them against the last boss. You're like, you know, you get hit for 5,000. Oh, I'm going to use a potion. 50. (laughs) (laughs) These things don't work. I I need another hit. I need another hit. Oh, man. This stuff was really good yesterday. I don't know why today I need another hit. But thank you, uh, Aspro73. That was a very good entry. Um... We're going to move on to a question from the mailbag. Uh, this will empty it out. So after two weeks, you've gotten two emails. That's good. And wow. a bunch of spam. Great. <coughs> this is the... Excuse me. You all right? Okay. Yeah, it sounded like you were yeah. you know, fixing the tape on somebody's mouth. I, I was fixing the uh, flammacular uh, discharge. Oh, okay. I'm, not- I'm going to edit that out because that's kind of disgusting. All right, so on to our next and last message in the mailbag. This is from Gideon Bryant. The subject is limited edition, he says. So, some quality games are coming out in the next month or two. In the past year or two, more and more AAA games have been releasing in multiple SKUs, adding a limited or collector's edition for, I suppose, the true fans. This usually consisted of a tin case with a different cover art and bonus DVD of some sort. I must admit I'm a sucker for this sort of thing. I'll pony up the extra Hamilton to get the case and behind-scenes featurettes if I like a series enough. Resident Evil and Street Fighter are two series which I definitely support by purchasing the Collector's Edition. But instead of just another $10, these packages are $20 to $30 more, including such silliness as keychains or figurines. I don't want no stinking tchotchkes. I figured (laughs) this out after finally packing away my Halo 3 Limited Edition helmet. Is there even a demand for all this other crap? I can understand the appeal of a cloth map in an Uber edition of an Atlas RPG. Cloth maps are awesome. But yeah. paying extra to get a hint book for Street Fighter 4? Give me a break. You can find everything in there online probably already. And what's and what's the deal with limited edition strategy guides now? Are you kidding me? People are actually buying this junk? Before we actually answer the question, I will say I was in the Nintendo World Store with Dr. Fish 62, a.k.a. Brian Fishman, a.k.a. Fishy Pants. And uh, we saw a limited edition Super Mario Galaxy uh strategy guide and it was eight bucks and i was tempted to buy it just because it had a really nice hard cover like like leatherish like looking hard cover, cover that yeah you could actually put like in a bookcase yeah and the art inside is really cool and that's it i wouldn't use it but just because it looks nice but then i didn't because i was smart so anyway ah. what are your thoughts ah well you know these limited edition things are never worth anything in the future anyway uh so I really am trying not to get into it. Uh, I got lucky, I guess you could say, and got a limited edition Prince of Persia, and I was tempted to keep the box, and I said, wait a minute, is this thing really going to be worth anything in the future? What no. was the box? It was just a, a, a paper box. Oh, so it was, it, was just, went in. it was just prettier looking. Yeah, but okay. the thing is, all he did was they took a paper box that was a little bit wider than the game case, and he put the game case in it. Right, right. And then, you know, it was embossed and whatnot. It's kind of like what they did for Dragon Quest Eight. Yes. Except that was a normal edition. Right. And I threw that away, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I have that for, like, Ninja Gaiden, too. It has a, a paper... Well, it doesn't have a paper box. Like, the 
Prince of Persia actually had a real box that you had to open. Unlike the Dragon Quest Eight. Oh no, no, Dragon Quest Eight did have a box. Um, the Ninja Gaiden Two has a sleeve. Mm, okay. And so when I actually get to playing it, I'll probably throw away the sleeve because it's just a duplication of what's on the package. You know, it's a, it's a waste of space, a waste it gives, of resources. It keeps the package so much neater. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. No dust. Well, well, it's a it's a waste of resource. Do you throw it away? Or do you recycle it? I recycle it. Okay, okay very good. You you are you are a green hair. I am eco friendly. You a are a green hair. I am not a tree hugger, but I just wanted to say that. How? So, my name Green Hair. Sorry. Green Hair? Big green hair like your Your green hair. Right. So, I feel so. that, um, <laughs> you know, if a limited edition actually comes with something worth the price of admission, you know, these little keychain figures and little things like that, I mean, for guys like us, it's just not worth it. It's just too... Um, too too childish, I guess. I mean, for a, a teenager, I guess maybe it'll be a little more useful because they could take those keychains, put them in the keychains. You know, the Japanese eat those things up. They put like keychains on their cell phones and, and the cereal. Nom, and, nom, nom, nom. Yeah, or as they say, nom nom nom. Nom nom nom. No, that's babies. Oh, um, yeah. So people have no teeth. <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah. I, I think I would really be interested in a limited edition something at this point if <clears throat> it really came with something that I could use. You know, maybe if it came with a soundtrack, if I really like the music. Right. Or if it came with um, the thunder. I don't freaking know. It's like nothing else I could use. I'm not going to use a hint book. I'm not going to use a strategy guide or the same thing. Uh, I'm not going to use any stinking tchotchkes. Stinking tchotchkes. <laughs> Um, unless thirty pieces of flair. <laughs> unless it's something I don't know. I, I don't. I'm not really a, yeah big on that stuff. So you know, it's thank goodness I did, I'm not into Halo and wanted to get that limited edition helmet, the cat helmet. Um, yeah, you know that. Oh, there's something that I guess would be remotely useful, like the collector's edition of or the limited edition of Gears of War Two. You had the gold bling lancer. Um, I, I guess you know for EP purposes that's good, but I think apparently like you're apparently able to own. I mean, <clears throat> earn the Golden Lancer too. So. Oh, in the game. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant it was actually a little Golden Lancer that came out of the box. Oh no no no! It's okay. just in the game. And okay. I, the only reason why I know about it is like I had asked um, you know, one one of Evelyn's brothers because they both play, um, and they said it's just uh you know proof for. Something that you could show that you got the limited edition. Oh, uh, and I thought in my head, oh, it's Epeen. Yeah. But I, then again, I, on the other end, I don't know if I'm right, but I thought that other people can work to earn a Golden Lancer, but maybe that's not true. Who knows? Tunnel full of dicks. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Was that it, or, or are you still yeah, up with it? Yeah, that's it. I mean, only if games like limited edition started coming out with little controllers or something. Like but the chainsaw then, controller for Resident Evil 4. Why not? Yeah, imagine <laughs> if that actually came with the game. Oh, jeez. I mean, it would, of course, cost $40 more than a regular game. Yeah, still. yeah, that thing was insane. But, mm -hmm. uh, look, I have a bunch of old Dave and Buster's cards. Um, Excellent. <clears throat> Flem, let me see. I, uh, I'm i in the same boat, but I, I go for, um, I was very, very tempted to get uh, the 
the what what game was it? It was Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe that I was tempted to get the limited edition for from Amazon because it was fifty bucks, but then the regular edition was forty bucks. So I'm like, forty bucks is you know at this point it's too good to pass up. So let me just you know screw it, just get that. Um, the reason why is because not because of the box or anything. I couldn't care less about the boxes, but I am a sucker for extra just for content stuff that I can look at or or consume or whatnot. And so whenever a DVD comes out, the regular edition or the two-disc special edition, do I want to spend 15 bucks or 20 I'll spend the 20 because, like, a lot of people are the types of people who just kind of take the DVDs, watch the movies, and then just, you know, that's it. I will, like, look at all the behind-the-scenes stuff that I can because I'm just interested in that type of stuff. And so when, 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 when Fear came out, I think it came with um, – I think Fear came with behind-the-scenes stuff, like the making of and conceptual art and stuff like that, on the original package. So that was nice. But some games don't do that. Some games, <clears throat> some games don't even keep them as unlockables. They, they try to entice you with a, a bonus DVD, which is what the Gears of War collection edition, di- collector's edition did. It had, a, um, it had a bonus DVD in there with the whole process and them, you know, pitching the game to Microsoft and everything. So that was worth it to me to watch that DVD. It also came with an art book. I'm a fan of art books just because I like flipping through it and seeing the art. It's not very useful, but it's content. Whereas a keychain is not content. No. I can't consume I, like I have it, it sits on my key and that's it. You know? And like and I have it enough... usually either gets worn down in your pocket or your pocketbook if you're a girl yeah. or it yeah. gets broken. Yeah, if it were a keychain bottle opener, that would be cool because Hell I could yeah. use it. Yeah, and you could show off when you open that bottle of insert yeah. favorite beer here. What a nerd I am! Insert favorite girl and or guy. Shoot, it it could be something that's more mainstream, and you can not be so geeky. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of what else that I own that's a special edition. You know, it'd be hot if you had uh, a Gears of War Lancer keychain bottle opener. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it actually went. When you opened it. <laughs> it had a little, little, uh, little audio clip. Let me yeah. look. I think I have more special edition PC games than I do console games, um, because the PC games have, as of late have been just cheaper. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, the the copy of Crisis that I got. Oh um, yeah, it's technically it the special edition. Yeah, it and is. it comes with something. Um, but it's not a limited edition. I mean, but still, it's a, it just says special skew. edition. Yeah, because um, um, came out after the original. So uh, we like, I guess we came here. yeah, we both got um, Command and Conquer the Kane edition, mm-hmm. and we the both limit, got limited limit. edition because we had a sticker. We got we you and I both have uh, one of the first hundred thousand copies, so we so got a sticker that says limited edition. Uh, but what does it come with? Um, Kane edition exclusives. Unit skins for all three factions. Okay, so that's kind of like the Golden Lancer. Five yeah. desktop wallpapers, which you know could probably be pirated or whatever, which I wouldn't do, but you know. But they could. Uh, be. Well, behind the lines, somebody yeah. posted on the internet and everybody downloaded. That's just yeah. how that works. Behind the lines documentary showcasing the creation of live action cinematics. Yeah, that's cool. That's what I would do. Yeah, um, especially but, with um, Joe uh, Joe Kuko, I think. What's yeah. his name? The dude, <sighs> the guy who plays King. Yeah. Yeah. He's um. Awesome. He's awesome. Um, five Command and Conquer strategy, strategy, strategy videos with tips and tactics from the designers themselves, which would help me because I'm a noob at RTS. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and deleted scenes and blooper reels. See, I'm a sucker for this stuff. Like, I like watching that type of stuff. So yeah, I'm you know I'm happy that I got it. And I don't think we I don't think we paid any more for it. Mm, I th- no, we didn't I think, because it was on sale at Circuit City or something. Like yeah, that. it was on sale, and I think it was also just the fact that it was a first run was yeah. just like already oh it's special. Um, let's see what else do I have that special edition? I don't you know I mean. If it comes with content, yeah, I'm always tempted to. The difference is that nowadays, you know, A, with Steam, and two, with uh, with game prices being what they are for consoles, it's much less enticing for me to go, go out and get a special edition of something. Um, though I did get the special edition of... Uh, well, I thought I got the special edition of Lost Planet. Uh, it was the same price as the regular game, and it was missing the, the, mute, the soundtrack disc. Okay. But... Since it was the same price, I really didn't complain, um, and I could probably find the soundtrack online somewhere. <clears throat> uh, I got the I got the special edition of Final Fantasy twelve, um, but it was also the same price as a regular game at the time. Uh, oh, by the way, the Lost Planet that I got was used. That's why the music disc was missing. Uh-huh. Um, but the Final Fantasy twelve uh, package comes with uh, a, a DVD. Um, what I really like is the fact that God of War two is one of those games that by default has special content on it. That's true. It's a two like, disc set. Yeah, I, I would I really would love to see them do that by default. I know they can't, but it would be really nice to see that. Um but I have a whole bunch of of, you know, two disc special edition movies just because I like you know, observing the con for three hundred. I got mm-hmm. the original three hundred because I, I didn't know that I didn't I didn't know. I didn't yeah, at the time I didn't know that there was a uh a second disc. And so I got okay. the regular thing on widescreen, and I opened it up. I'm like, this is kind of paltry. And then I opened the features. I'm like, this is really, you know, scant. What the hell, you know? Nothing. And then my friend told me, he was like, but there's a two-disc special set. Did you not see it? And I'm like, no. And so I went on Amazon, and I found it, and I rebought it. I'm like, screw it. I'm going to buy it again. because, uh-huh. uh, And I think I still have the, the stupid copy somewhere sitting around. Do you want it? 300? Yeah. Hell yeah. You want my stupid copy? I take the stupid copy. I just want to see a movie over okay. and over and over again. Thirty dollars. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, Gideon. I would say people are actually buying the junk. They like some of those things come with bobbleheads, and oh goodness, bobbleheads bobble are, are you know people people love those things. So you know, yeah, they they are buying it. But I don't know. Is it worth thirty bucks more? No, absolutely not. <laughs> you know what? I saw the Fallout. Uh, collector's edition in the Circuit City when I was when I was buying stuff, you know, and it, and that too was subject to the thirty percent discount. So that would be what? Um, uh, ah, count calculator, 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 butt scratcher, butt scratcher. Um, Seventy times point seven, forty nine dollars before tax. And I was tempted to get it, and then I looked at the box and I looked at what was inside. At the time, I was like, you know, screw that. But I'm going to take a look because I forgot exactly what was on it. Um, Fallout 3 Collector's Edition. Okay. What's in this thing? Okay, first of all, it, <coughs> it comes with this insane-looking like tin case that I have no room for in my house that I don't want. But I wouldn't want to throw it away because it would be a waste. Um, then it's... Uh, come on, come on, come on. Uh Vault Boy Bobblehead, which I'm kind of a sucker for. The That's Art good. of Fallout 3. The Making of Fallout 3. And then the Lunchbox. So I would actually... Now yeah, I want to go and get it. The Lunchbox is for real cheap. I actually want to go and get it now just because of the art and the making of. But like, if they would just put that in a regular box... But I guess they can't because of the Bobblehead. 
Right. Um, like I would, I would like the art book and the making of. If it's still in stock and it's a, if the thirty percent discount applies, I will probably get it because, um, yeah, uh, I like boxes and I like stuff. I just don't want the lunchbox. Damn it! Do you want a lunchbox? No. Jerk. Okay. I don't want a lunchbox. Where am I gonna put it? In lunch. Um. No. I'm not. What am I gonna put in it? Where am no, I? No. I said. I said you put it in the lunch. Oh. So I get to eat it. If you want, if you, it's rich in iron and aluminum. Fantastic. Aluminum is great for my soul. <laughs> okay, uh, that's it for the mailbag. We are going to come back with our uh, trilobite discussions. Uh, don't go away, or if you do, I will stab you in the rectum with a guitar, hero guitar. After our, uh, this was in reality. This was actually a three-hour break. We went out, we got lunch, um, saw a movie, and then came back. No, it's 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 twelve twenty-six. We haven't seen romantic, romantic, bromance, bromantic. Um, you, but um, <laughs> but um, yes, we're going to be talking about our trilobites, uh, extracting things from there that that are worthy of discussion. Um, if you haven't listened to what we trilobited about. Um, just to recap for me, I was talking about Dragon Quest IV. Um, I was complaining about the antiquated battle system. We'll we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, Al, what was give us give a really quick sum of your of your trilobite. My trilobite was about Ninja Gaiden <coughs> and looking at Beautiful Joe Two and uh, playing Xenogears. And the Resident Evil one. I don't think I put anything about Resident Evil. I might okay. have, but I forgot. I was going to talk about it later. Okay. Um, and I think Pete Pete did mention Resident Evil. Um, he says that he's looking forward to playing the demo. Um, he was also talking about WoW, and uh, he got into Spore a little bit. Um, so, uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Yeah, that's it. I mean, they're, they're all three are up. Um, by the time you hear this episode, you will have likely heard our, our second week's worth of stuff. Uh, but, um, yeah, this is, you know, going back in time and talking about what happened this past week! So, um, Wage World! Sorry. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> cough. So, uh, one of the things I wanted to discuss with you is just the battle systems and RPGs, uh, in general, and just because I was playing Dragon Quest Four, and man, it's just, I, I'm, I'm waiting for something to hit me, and before when I first started playing it, it was the fact that like you had four different, it, it the, the basic premise is kind of like one of those mana games where you have a whole bunch of different scenarios. Saga, not mana, but saga games, where you have a whole mm-hmm. bunch of different scenarios that come together. And that was cool, but there's nothing to the battle system at all. And while I feel like I shouldn't be complaining, because this, after all, is a remake of an NES game, mm-hmm. you know, and why should they change it if the, the whole point is to give people a, a, a prettier version of the NES game, which some people might not have enjoyed back in the day because they didn't get a chance to or they're too young. But it's like I'm, I'm. There's nothing to it. There's no character micromanagement. There's no in battle management. So like, like you can't. As far as I've seen, as far as I've seen, I'm about 16 hours into the game. Um, there's nothing to really level up except just to gain experience, and it's all completely turn based. You choose everything and just go. And the spells aren't that intriguing. Um, it, 
I just don't see it. And and for me, because I'm not a huge story guy, like not that I'm not a huge story guy, but it's like if the story is great but the gameplay sucks, I'm not going to care about the story. Um, I I don't know why, I keep, and I think I'm just keep, I'm just continuing to play out of obligation. Mm. So it's like, what? Where's the redeeming factor in that? And I guess I, I guess I want to ask you that because I I think you have you have the gift of a higher tolerance of of this stuff than I do. Like I I I'm getting impatient really quickly. I don't uh, have to, I, I, don't... I have no idea what to say because um, I haven't played Dragon Quest Four, but I did play Dragon Quest Eight, <clears throat> and that was what almost a little it was over two two, years two, ago. two three years ago. Yeah, and <clears throat> I'm really not too inclined on um, playing it right now. Like I'm in the middle somewhere. And I, I almost dread to start it over because I think I spent about 10 hours in the game already. Mm-hmm. But, of course, the whole thing about Dragon Quest is the story. And if I lose grasp of the story, I might as well start over. Mm-hmm. The battle system, you know, provided that you don't get, you know, beat the hell up. Like, my first experience with Dragon Quest 2 or Dragon Warrior 2, they, they've been nothing shy of depressing and aggravating <laughs> because I had gotten this game like I rented it or something like that right after I finished Dragon War the original uh-huh. because I had it for years and you know I was really young so I used to always jump at the you know like jump out of my seat kind of jump when uh-huh. the random battles popped up because it was something I was never ever used to right never you were ready for used it. to just walking around everything's all you know static boom yeah yeah and I kind of got over <clears throat> that when I started getting into Final Fantasy IV, aka two. Uh, it's it, you know, I got desensitized to it, I should say, because it still made me jump when I was playing Final Fantasy IV. Uh huh. But then as I continued to play, by the time I finished it, it, it did nothing to me. So wow. now I'm just like waiting for the battle. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Or games like Beyond the Beyond, and you're walking two steps later, you're like, and you're like, oh, come on, for crying out loud. Yeah. It's not really much excitement anymore. But anyhow, uh, I said all of that to say that I played Dragon Warrior 2, and that's the first game that, you know, provided an interface of multiple. Uh, Multiple enemies, multiple heroes. Uh huh. And you start out alone, and you have to fight two or three enemies at a time before you get your second member. Mm-hmm. And that is the hardest thing you could ever do in this game. <laughs> Just start. Try and out. proceed to start out because yeah. what you usually have to do is you have to get lucky <clears throat> because your first fight could be against three slimes and you get killed. Right. And as long as that doesn't happen. Like, it didn't happen in Dragon Quest Eight, And I'm guessing it, there's a potential for it to happen in Dragon Quest Four. Mm-hmm. As long as it doesn't happen, then, you know, you get to that point where, okay, everything is relaxing, everything is easy. And as far as random battles are concerned and the, the depth of the battle system for Dragon Quest, for me, it's not quite entertaining, I agree. But I play games like Pokemon... Mm-hmm. Where, you know, I could spend an hour just walking around, you know, I'll pay attention when I walk around, and then once I get into battle, I'm like, hey, 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 h
and I don't care. It's great. And I think it's because I like to be able to level up and develop my character and get abilities. And yeah, as long as you can do that in Dragon Quest, then I think I'm happy with it. Yeah, see, you, but you have to like evolve them, right? And you have to like put a little bit of thought into how they grow. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, there is thought into Pokemon. And, and there's that's uh, another, I guess, attractant or attracting factor. Attractant. That, I'm okay. gonna, you yeah, you got to copyright attract, that word. It's a, it's a chemical. Attractant. Attractant. A, 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 uh, what's it called? Uh, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> it starts with a PH. Pheromones. There we Pheromones. go. Pheromones. Oh, Pokemons? No, let me stop. Pokemon. Uh, Pokemons. Almost. Ugh. Anyway, um, yeah. Those yeah. Pokemon and their abilities, you have to decide, you know, if you get a new ability and you're full on your four abilities, you have to choose which one you want to drop or uh, you you need to choose what level you want to level up, um, level up, evolve them so that you can get certain abilities and then there's breeding and all that stuff, which is out of battle, but uh, I just wanted to add that. Right. With Dragon yeah. Quest, I'm sure it's like, you have reached level 25, you have learned Sap. Yeah. That's it. That's basically it. And it's like, come on, you know, give me some more. And that's why I think the other thing is just, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the 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 way that the battles flow, um, and the way in which, I guess your 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 abilities affect the battle. Um, mm-hmm. I can tolerate Final Fantasy One because of like, I don't know. It's it's different. It feels different because of the. It, it feels more, um. It, it feels like there's a, a bit more of a strategic element, not necessarily strategic, but like you have to take some considerations into what you do, like like you know, uh, I guess an order of operations thing, like you know, putting on a haste spell or a slow spell at the right time, and uh, and casting like a a a, a, a buff or, or or whatever like at the right time. Where with with this, it like first of all, it's weird in the way that they group enemies together, okay, and so mm-hmm. you'll see like. <clears throat> You'll see a group of three slimes. When you choose okay. to when you choose to fight and attack, you're selecting the group, not the individual slime. Right, yeah, that's how it is in eight. And then when you're fighting, like, you could be fighting eight slimes on the screen, but they're broken up into groups of three and three and two. And so mm-hmm. when you cast, like, Sizzle, that's supposed to hit an entire group, you only yep. hit three slimes, not eight. And it just doesn't make sense. Like, it, it, yeah, I know... But... Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say you. I think they do that because of the fact that later on you get like another spell. I don't know what it's called. Like, because I know you get sizz and you get sizzle, and then there's like a third one that hits, that every hits everybody. Yeah, but I like that. I I don't really you know. I don't like the. I guess I guess it's maybe it's because I'm I'm used to the way that Final Fantasy does it, and that that may that's nothing that has no bearing on the game itself at that point. Right. But it's I, just I, what you're used to, yeah, what you're not used to. It just doesn't make any cognitive sense to me that you have all these guys there, and you know even though there's you know even though there you can clearly see three of them, you know you can only attack one at a time. It's like, what yeah. if I want one guy to hit one of the slimes and one guy to hit the other slime? And the, you know, and then like the same thing happens in the um, in in Final Fantasy Legend Two or AKA Saga Two for Game Boy, or in all the Saga games. But that's because of technological limitation. They can't graphically represent five jaguars on the screen. Right. 
So I have to kind of take that in consideration. And at that point, it's not a cognitive dissonance. It's not a, it's not a disconnect because I don't see three Jaguars on the screen. I only see one. <laughs> yeah. You know? And it's like you kill it and it goes four. You're like, yeah. You're like, wait, did okay. I just. <laughs> um, oh, no, it's really funny because uh, what, what, this, this, this asshat um, in, my, <laughs> in, in my fifth grade class, um, everybody hated him and he hated everybody. He treated everybody like assholes and we returned the favor. But. I was mm. playing on my friend's uh, Final Fantasy Legend 2 at the time, uh, and I was playing at the last boss at the Arsenal, and uh, I think he was like, he was like, yo, let me play that, and then like my friend was like, yeah, just go ahead and let me play this, so he leaves us alone. So he's playing it, and then the Arsenal like didn't attack, and one of the party members fell, um, mm-hmm. just one, but he had named it after himself. So like uh, he, my friend had named the party member himself. He named him Mike, and so it said Mike fell. And so he just gave the Game Boy back, and we're like, did you die? He's like, yeah, it said that Mike fell, so it's game over. And we're like, uh, okay. Because he, <laughs> he still had three guys standing. And so we're like, all right, so we just kept on playing. But um, I don't know why I just tangented off into that, but it was the whole, like, enemy fell, number down, yeah. but still alive. Uh, but yeah, and then Final Fantasy II, you had that, you know, whack job leveling up method, which, you know, good or not, at least it was something different that kept my interest. True. Uh, three, you had the job system. And then four, it was all blown apart with the active time. That just sealed the deal for me. Pretty you know, much. whereas here in Dragon Quest Four, still like you know, yeah, like you said, level twenty-five, you have learned Zap. Level twenty-seven, you have learned Boom. And it's like, can I, you know, mix and match these? No. Can, <laughs> can I, you know, customize it? No. Can, you know, can can I attack all the enemies on the screen? Yes, but you have to learn Kaboom first. Um, and, and oh, the also the fact that you can keep on kabuffing yourself. Oh, I love kabuff. Yeah. And but then it's wait, like, do they have um in four? Because I know they have an eight the ability to charge, like to um, what do they call it? Uh, you you know what I'm talking about? The ability you played eight, right? No. Like no, not at all. No. There's an ability in eight where you can um, if the word is on the tip of my tongue, you basically kind of like amp yourself up. Oh, like Yang Young. Like charge, yeah. your, charge your move up, yeah. And you can do I, it, I, yeah. You can do it a total of like three times, and then like in eight, you look damn near like super saiyan, and then you just slam somebody for a whole bunch of damage. But if you get hit, you can lose it. I haven't seen that ability, but see, that's something that I would like to see. Like that would spice it up just a little bit. That's a th- yeah. you know, little thing like that is enough. But it's just like you know, like that whole. I guess what's what it's good for is if I want to watch TV, I can mm-hmm. do that while leveling up. Actually, yep. though, I can't necessarily because sometimes the enemies are hard enough that, like, you have to watch your hit points. But it's not hard that makes you strategize. It's just hard in the fact that, okay, he hit me, now I have to heal. Hit, hit, right. hit. Okay, now I have to heal. Hit, hit, hit. Okay, I have to heal. You know, because – and or the fact that you can, like, kabuff three times or, or forever just kind of takes a little bit out of it at the same time. It's like uh, people are going to be like, oh, yeah, but you said it's too hard, but now you're complaining that you can do it all the time. Well, I was like, no. Like, you shouldn't. It shouldn't be so hard as to want to make you kabuff forever, and you shouldn't have to have the ability to kabuff forever. Right. There should be some kind of limitation so that yeah. the challenge is still there. That instead of, okay, well, I'm going to have one person kabuff of like 10, 15 turns and just make sure he's healed, and then I'm going to hit the boss, and he should die on it. Right. It's like, it's like when people, like, they're like, oh, why are you complaining that the analogs to control some first-person shooters are inaccurate if there's auto-aim? And then, like, you say you don't like auto-aim, so then, you know, why don't you like auto-aim if you're complaining? And it's like, no. First of all, it, you know, it is slow. And second of all, the fact that it has auto-aim is testament to its flaw. 
Mm-hmm. And that's how I kind of feel about the way that it's so like it, they hit you so hard that like you know oh yeah but we let you kabuff twenty zillion times so that that just takes something out of it. I'm sure there's some people who love being able to do whatever they want in in, in their games. I don't like to be able to do whatever I want. You know I I, I like there to be an obstacle and a in, in a challenge, but not just have it beat you over the head. So mm-hmm. kind of like I don't like the respawning hawks in Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> but um, damn hawks. I, I'll keep on playing it because it's something that you know while I'm watching TV or something I can do, and and I'm sure that. I shouldn't say I'm sure anymore because I said this five hours ago in my gameplay, but I'm hoping that it gets better in terms of the of, of, of the abilities that you get. Um, I just got the spell that turns your entire party into metal, which sounded cool at first because like, oh, nice, I have like a like a defensive barrier for two turns, but then right. I couldn't do anything either. Oh, great! So it's like, uh, what's well, the point? Wait, and it's only for the entire party? Yeah, maybe it's for um one of those times maybe the bosses that just go into like enrage mode for like two or three turns i i hope yeah i hope because that would be cool i haven't yeah. seen a boss that does that though you um, know and no bosses that just kind of <clears throat> go like super nuts so far no i mean i've encountered um, bosses that had attack you twice in a round and that's all right that's cool but yeah i mean i i i'm holding up hope for it because like it's so highly regarded that there's got to be a, another redeeming factor besides the story you know mm-hmm. and i i can totally see why people love it for the story it's cute it's it's very rel- it's very emo free oh good i like emo free you know it's <laughs> <laughs> dot 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 you know it's and it's very cheerful it's very like and and maybe this is just me getting old but it's very like kid friendly and so it's not like so like I said, emo free. It's not very downtrodden. That's all oh brooding shit. Oh my god, he's bleeding and I can lick his blood and taste it and I hate myself. Blah. <laughs> and oh I'm going to compress time and shit because I spell it with a K and Final Fantasy Eight sucked. What? Who said that? But um mm-hmm. Um and, and the localization is great. The localization is one of the, my favorite parts of this game, is because like like they used to use the Queen's English the entire time and they were good at it. And that they, they did a very good job at that. But um in this, uh, they've got it's kind of like Chrono Cross, you know how they had the different accents. Yeah. So it's kind of like that, and they do, they do a good job. They have with different it. accents in this game. It's not oh well. Then again, this, there's no voice in this, right? Right. It's just through text. Right, and the text isn't all like freaking Cockney. Yeah, not all of it. Like some of it's French. A lot of it some is of Cockney. Some of it's French. Some of it's Cockney. Some of it's pirate. Some of oh. it's Scottish. Cool. And so like. Because you know yes. everybody in Final Fantasy VIII is goddamn cockney. In Final Fantasy VIII? I mean, VIII? Final Fantasy VIII. Dragon Quest VIII. Oh, okay. Shit, if everybody in, in Final Fantasy VIII was cockney, I think it might be a little more entertaining. Yeah. And so some of them are normal, and then some of them are normal, but with like a twist. Like, a guy will talk very... Um, a, a person will speak very... Um, oh, they have Russian, too. But oh. a, person, a person will speak very, very, like, um, proper, and not with an accent, not like... You know, uh, with with a certain t- like British tinge or whatever, but they'll speak mm-hmm. properly, and then other people will speak more lackadaisically. Like random guy running around town, just talks normally, but then like one of your heroes through dialogue is very like uses like proper English or I don't know. You could you can tell basically, you can tell. So, but um, yeah. So I mean, it's not like I'm not hating on the game. I'm not saying it's a bad game, but it's just I feel like I'm I'm past it. You know. Um, but I don't know. Uh, so onto your bidding. Uh, you spoke of the Ninja Gaiden. You spoke of the whatchamacallits. 
and you may not have spoken about the Resident Evil fives, even though I thought you did because I must be hearing things. What do you want to talk about? I think you're remembering uh, the weekend. Okay, I was remembering the weekend. Um, well, first thing I want to talk about is Ninja Gaiden because I've been playing that this week, mm-hmm. and oh, my goodness gracious! I mean, for a game that is only sixteen chapters. And I bet you, if you're really good at the game, it'll only take you about five hours to beat. Mm-hmm. Game's pretty damn hard. Um, I've been playing my clock time so far is like ten hours and twenty minutes or something like that. I'm only on chapter eight, but I'm also kind of going for the unlabeled flawlessness. So that's kind of what's making the game a little more difficult. Because if are I you had, tr- hmm? are you trying to replay levels, or are you just saying like, all right, next level, I'm gonna get it. Okay, next level, I'm gonna get it. No, um, what you have to do is you have to get enough essence to get it, and the minimum, the the earliest chapter you can get it is chapter 8. Oh, okay. But what I've been doing is I've been working on getting essence, and uh. that involves going to, like, fiend challenges and um, doing, just trying to perfect the art of murder <laughs> with the uh, ultimate techniques. Nipple. And of course, the ultimate techniques are hard to use because they take a long time to charge. So what you got to do, you got to kill enemies. When the essence pops up, you charge up your ultimate technique, and then they suck them in, and it makes it faster. Mm-hmm. It makes it charge up faster, so that you can right. hit them with the ultimate technique, and then make them drop big ones, and then you use those big ones to, to keep on charge faster. Going. Right, you get right. like twenty percent of that, and you keep on doing that as chain, 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 chain. So I'm at the point where I need just 40,000 essence to get the final level of the wooden sword so I get the uh, unlabeled flawlessness. Uh-huh. And I think I have 12,000 essence now, but I'm at chapter 8, and chapter 8 is something I haven't done before. So I'm at this point where I, uh, I'm trying to learn the, the new enemies, and I'm trying to trying to maximize the essence of whatnot, but everybody's got high power machine guns, so I'm like <laughs> and they tanks. don't stop they yeah, and then there's tanks and stuff, which I have no idea how to beat at the moment because I've only been playing it for about a half an hour this uh-huh. morning. But the main thing I want to talk about is chapter seven. Because I which, spent two hours fighting the damn boss. That's the one in the um monastery, right? Yes. Oh god. And that you know, I, I kinda gotten uh, very frustrated, but I ne- I didn't want to quit. Uh-huh. You know, it was that challenge <clears throat> that you really want to overcome because it's beatable. It's in the game, and I kept you know I kept saying it. I'm like you know this is really silly because it's in the game, which means that it's not impossible. Uh-huh. But there's no there's no player assistance. There is no way of knowing what or when to make your strike. In, in Ninja Gaiden, and I, I'm sure it's done like that on purpose. Uh, what do you mean, like, like, a f- like a flash or something? Yeah, you know, a, vo- a vocal or a vocal, an oral or a visual cue, where you know, a lot of bosses that you fight in other games, where they'll be completely indestructible except for a moment where there's like they flash or something like that, and then they can be made to be difficult where. You have to either put yourself in the right position, or you have to really time it within a certain number of frames. But all in all, there's some help. But for this boss, it was like, okay, you know, you let this boss touch you, you're losing half your life. Mm. And well, not even half, like maybe 40%. 
40% of your life per hit, like of uh, a melee hit, if you get hit with one of those grab moves, and then everything else, is, which is range, can be blocked or dodged, but sometimes, well, most of the time, you have to take damage, uh, unless, I don't know. I don't know if there's a way that you could completely avoid, like, the pillars that she shoots at you. Right. Or the, the I, I think that there should be. Yeah, there if should you, be, and I don't know exactly how, what that is. If you roll out of the way or roll it and jump. I can't remember. It's been a while oh, since I Oh, maybe it her. is a roll and then jump because I was trying to roll all the time, and then, like, with the pillars, I dodged the first one, and the second one I would block and take a little damage because it's so heavy. Mm. And then the the pink balls, that's easy. It's just hard to really kind of get the timing on it. Mm-hmm. But then what I learned <clears throat> was, you know, there's a point where you have to uh, you have to attack at the right time. I thought you, you fell know? asleep there. No, no. I I was reading something. Um, oh. But at, you have to attack at the right time and you never know what that right time is. And that's what got me. You know, I thought it was, oh, maybe it's in the beginning of attack. Maybe it's at the end of attack. Maybe it's in the middle of the attack. And it it turns out it's actually all three. (laughs) Doesn't she do something that, like, one of her attacks, again, it's been a long time, so I don't remember. But isn't there an attack that she has where, where, like, she glows before, like, she glows and then something happens. And then, like, uh, while she's still enveloped in that light like right after what whatever she does ends that's where you can hit her um i always that move like is that. yeah that's the grab move that takes off like 40 45 percent of your oh. health now i don't know particularly because i refuse to look at a fact or anything like that mm-hmm. but um that move i refuse to get anywhere near because i've been away from that radius and i've been sucked in and i'm just like you know that move is bullshit Right. But I would guess maybe, but I've seen her do it twice in a row. I so think, I wouldn't yeah. even want to bother with that move. I, I what I use, what I did to beat her was I uh, attacked her with flying swallow, but I attacked her with flying swallow while she was attacking me. Mm-hmm. So like if she was doing the the pink ball attack, I would wait for the balls to come out, and then as she's shooting them at me, I would do a wind run to a a flying swallow, and usually she's too busy shooting the thing at me. To dodge. Can can you describe those moves for me? Because I, I don't go by names. I forgot. I completely forgot. Oh, the wind run is that like jump, <clears throat> that boosting jump attack type of thing, where you you see the shadows of yourself and you jump forward. It's kind of like a, a a running jump from a stand still. Okay, I think you press yeah, X and okay. A at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And then flying swallow is that move that usually cuts people's heads off. That really fast sword strike. Yes, move. yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So when you do I, that, then yeah. she becomes crippled, and you can do a combo. And yeah, I think I pretty much did the same thing. Then, um, you know, when she does, like, the the kick, the, like, she's in the air, and she comes down with the kick, you got to kind of roll and then do the, the flying swallow, but it doesn't work all the time because she always, like, dodges, but then sometimes she doesn't. It, it's it's big deal. It's, it really sucks. Anyway. I, huh? I remember, no, I'm just saying because I remember her being, her being very difficult, but I don't remember it being difficult on that level in terms of I don't know into attack. I knew into attack. I just, I'm just, I've just got, I'm all thumbs. Well, actually, no, you need thumbs to play. I'm all index finger. So, I, like, I'm clumsy. And so, like, it, it, that's why it was hard for me. But, like, I, I it was pretty, I, and I'm trying to remember, maybe, maybe it's just because 
I was mashing on the buttons a lot, and I figured out by chance. Um, but I do remember her having like those indicators, like everyone else does. Not not anything obvious, but just like all right, well, at, at a point where phone call, at a point where something ends, uh, this is when you do it, or right before something begins, this is when you do it. Um, I see the problem with that was that when I was fighting her, anytime I would attack at the end of an attack, she would dodge and then like proceed to beat the shit out of me. Oh. So then I was, you know, at first when I connected with that move and I noticed that, you know, she was vulnerable, I was like, oh, that's it. You got to wait until she finishes an attack and then she's like a little vulnerable. Boom. That didn't work. So then what I did was I tried to anticipate a move that wasn't going to like full out hit me and I hit her and it worked and I said oh okay so then you gotta anticipate a move maybe like try and intercept her attack next then time that you did it working. she uh she fucked you up yeah I kept getting hit <laughs> by the attacks and then I said okay well maybe I have to wait for her to do a particular animation or wait for her to finish a particular move nothing because if I stayed there I'd have gotten owned if I kept moving uh, nothing would have happened and you know, I'm looking at the, the the challenge timer, and it's like, you're supposed to beat this bitch in 46 seconds. And I'm thinking to myself, well... Yeah, no way. If you don't have, a, if you don't have unlimited flawlessness, or if you don't have any of, like, your true dragon sword, or dark dragon sword, any of that, you know, endgame stuff, how are you supposed to beat in 46 seconds? Yeah. Did you use any spells? Uh, no. Uh, on my quest to get the unlimited flawlessness, I didn't buy any nimble. Oh, I, I only have the fire wheel and the ice storm, and the ice storm doesn't do anything to her. Fire wheel should. Yeah, but fire wheel is useless to me. Every time I use fire wheel, I wind up dying with fire wheel still on me. So oh wait, no, fire wheel. Yeah, that that's the useless one. I'm you're sorry. You're talking about I, inferno, I, the the fireballs. Yeah, but it, there's there's this one that that kind of like erupts from the floor or something like that, and I do that during her move when she that move that I was saying that that she starts glowing and then some shit happens which I forget. Like she, she just floats towards yeah. you, and then you get sucked in, and then she like grabs you through oh. the stomach, and you lose like eighty percent health. Because there's something where she is stationary while something is happening, like completely stationary, and I would use that fire move, whatever that erupts from the ground. Like I'd use it while she was there, and then run away and, and watch her get hit, and uh-huh. that w- that would kind of, I I think I had a couple of nimpo for that, and that would um, that would save me a quite a bit of time. Not 46 seconds time, just stress, you know. But right. But I know for a lot of the enemies, they do have those indicators. Not Maybe not Alma, but like a lot of the the normal enemies, which are hard enough to, you know. Uh, oh, yeah, the, the normal enemies yeah. kind like of they, do they, me. But yeah. the bosses in general don't like that. <clears throat> that that big fat thing with the tentacles. I mean, the only oh, thing is, that, okay, yeah, yeah, some of it's just, you gotta, yeah. It's hit and miss because every time I jump up to him, he's swinging his arms. And I'm like getting hit, and then there's other times where I get it every single time, and it's, you know it, it sucks. <laughs> I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I had that same problem in general, just because I guess I felt like, all right, I'm just gonna go and wail on him and then just get out when my gut tells me. But like for a game as hard as that, you, yeah, you, I, I can see where the frustration comes. You kind of do want to see those, even even as slight as it is, you want to see. Mike Tyson wink his eye first. Exactly. I was going to so. say, why can't they just wink their eye? Even though I might not be able to see it, because I'm usually so far away. Yeah. <laughs> or if I'm up close, I'm busy beating the crap out of them. Too busy to be looking at their eyes. But um, enough about Ninja Gaiden. I, I finally passed Chapter 7 at 4 o'clock this morning. 
I started playing Shit. at, what, one thirty in the middle of yeah. Chapter 6? Or was it the middle of Chapter 6? Yeah, I think well, it was in the middle of Chapter 6, and I finished Chapter 6 and went on to Chapter 7. Finished the entire Chapter 7 in about an hour and a half game time. Well, I will say before we get off this topic, there is one boss uh, that is pretty obvious in his indicators, and I'm curious to see what your opinion of that will be. I think he's he might be a chapter or two away from you. Um, okay. But like there are some there are patterns that you can start to see in what he's doing and you'll understand what the timing is and the the biggest culprit here would be the camera. <laughs> oh, well, the camera's the biggest culprit like all the yeah, time. That's uh, true. That's ninety percent of the battles I lost not not ninety percent. Uh like fifty percent of the battles I lost in last night or this morning were because of the camera. I'd be stuck oh. in a corner and trying to hit her and I don't see anything except for the sky, but I see one, two, three, four hit. And then I'm really trying to run away, but she catches me with that stupid 40% hit right. move. Uh, so what else did you want to uh, bit about from your trial of bit, bite, bite, bit, bit, bite, bite, bite? Um, well. Well. Um, mm. No, nothing else. Just to talk about Resident Evil 5, because mm. uh, I meant to talk about that. I uh, played the demo last Saturday, and... I did that level in the courtyard, I guess. I forget what it's called because I haven't turned it on since. I really feel like deleting it so I can get the space back, but yeah, I still want to play it, but I never really find any time to. You know how that goes? Yeah. So it was a level where the, I guess you could say it's the level with that, the executioner with mm-hmm. the dude in the hood and the big axe. Head sack. And, yeah, the head sack. And... You know, I found that the game was beautiful. You know, I, I now have a you know forty inch uh, LCD, and the picture quality is just absolutely stunning. The action in the game is kind of disjointed or discorded, kind of. I guess there's there's discord in the action. Of discordant. The it's discordant. It is a it is a discordant chemical. Um. I don't quite get why the the enemies, I'll call them, they tend to be more agile while you still remain as stationary as you can when you're attacking. Um, I know it's because it's Resident Evil and survival, and it's supposed to be more toward action, but at the same time, it's that kind of... It's that kind of thing where you kind of still need to be mobile, even though you're trying to aim. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you're unable to. You I, yeah, I cannot move and shoot at the same time. Right. And then these guys are, are moving to the point, and some of them, yeah, they, they slouch and they're sluggish, and you can pretty much aim a shot to their head safely. But then you get into a situation where there's, say, uh, six of them. Mm-hmm. And you may not be the best shot in the world, like me. I suck at shooting. But you'll get to a point where, okay, I need to shoot this guy. And I need to shoot that guy. And then, oh my god, there's this big-ass axe coming at me. And I need to move. So most of the time, in the, in my gameplay of the demo, I was getting owned by this axe. And um, Sheva would, I would have to keep calling for her to save me. And then we'd be running. 
Run, 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 run. Turn around. Oh, they're far enough. Let me shoot a couple more guys. Oh, shit. Here comes this axe. Bow. Dying. Sheva, come save me. Boom. Run away a bit. And it's, it was just that that cycle of motion. Mm-hmm. And I, I was entertained by it, but I could not see myself actually running the game like that. Right. Now, this may be also because I'm quite new to the system. I don't really know how to play it. I haven't played Resident Evil 4, and I was using mm-hmm. Resident Evil 4 control scheme. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, well, maybe I should kind of get my Resident Evil 4 on. You should. You should I... definitely get get it first. Yeah. Just um, so I can kind of get the feel. I mean, obviously, the feel is going to be completely different because the, I'm playing the Wii edition. So wait, one second, though. Do you have... um? You said there's a Resident Evil control scheme. for. Uh, there's a Resident Evil 4 control scheme. Isn't there also a strafe mode? Yeah, I just didn't. I you like just I said, I'm completely unfamiliar with it. So okay, I, <clears throat> I didn't Resi- know because Resident like. Evil Four did not have strafe. That's wow. a new addition to this. That's why I was wondering, like, if you had the option of switching between the two. Um, I think you can use a, a, a strafe function <clears throat> in the Resident Evil Control Resident Evil Four Control Scheme, but I know that when I went into the options before I started playing, it defaulted me on some combination of two control. Mm. That was completely alien to me, so I didn't use it. And that had that clearly had strafe in it. Okay. Um. But yeah, and I, I want to play the other level. I want to try co-op, but um, I'm thinking I might just download it another time, and because I'm not gonna buy it anytime soon because I'm not buying any games. But who knows? Uh, I, I think I suck at it, and I, I don't think it's a true, true, true problem with the game, because, of course, with every game, they have a system, and if you learn the system, you're more adept at the game than those who haven't learned the system, even if the system is bad. Right. Uh, I was... <coughs> excuse me. I, I was um, trilobiting about this uh, on Wednesday, because I remembered our conversation, and for some reason, I thought that you had uh, included it on yours. Um, but anyway, so I was, I was, I was, you know, monologuing it, and mm-hmm. I, I, I guess I just don't necessarily. Um, and, and this is not a personal thing. This is just for people who, you know, who might complain about it. Um, I don't necessarily agree with its contention that if you take away the ability, it, I mean, if you grant the ability to shoot while walking backwards, it will take away the tension. I fully don't believe in that, um, mm-hmm. as I've always been. This is my complaint. This has been my complaint against the original Resident Evil tank controls, uh, when it was, <coughs> excuse me, when it was a pre-rendered game. Like, you know, oh, uh, not being able to move makes it scary. No, it makes it frustrating. What makes mm-hmm. it scary is what you do around it. I don't think a game should ever limit or ever ever use limitations to invoke um, fear or challenge. Or what have you. So, ba- neutering your controls to make it unwieldy, you know. And, and if people don't have a problem with it, that's fine. But it's it's very frustrating for a lot of people, and it makes them avoid playing the games. Not because it's scary, but because it's shitty to control. And they still do it. They're still insisting on it. Like Resident Evil Four was their first big change, and so it's like, all right, this is fresh. This is kind of new. And so I'm willing to forgive the fact that I can't strafe because they've completely redone it in a way that is awesome. And the enemies don't all rush at you in a mob such that you can't handle them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
you know, at the same time, it still manages to be scary in its own right, and it still controls pretty well. Though, next time, maybe they can advance it, and they didn't. And, <laughs> and one of the biggest um, things that people always say to, to back up this opinion is Dead Space. I haven't played Dead Space, but from everything that people have been saying, it's pretty scary, or at least it's pretty tense, but you can still move and shoot. Oh, it's a third person? I thought Dead Space was a first person. Third person shooter. Oh. So, so third person horror. I don't know if it's survival horror as much as it's just straight horror. It's just um, a straight horror shooter. Yeah. But um, then you look at Silent Hill 3, which offers 3D control schemes with the analog stick. You can actually move up when you press up. Hey, how about that? Wait, you know? that the, that, oh, wait, well, Silent Hill 1 and 2 weren't exactly 3D. Yes, they were. Well, well, what I mean by is it, it was still like 2D plane movement. Uh, if by that you mean like Resident Evil, then yes. Yeah. Like the yeah, they had tank controls. They um, had tank controls in Silent Hill. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Silent Hill One was completely tank control. Oh. Okay. Two, I can't remember. I have to reinstall it. Um, three, I know for a fact that it it does have both both modes if you'd like to move like a human being. Um. And you know, that's <laughs> like a, a human. Being. Yeah, and it doesn't make it any less scary. Right. Yeah, I, I, that's why I was gonna mention Silent Hill, but I wasn't sure whether the original Silent Hill had absolute controls or not. Yeah, the original had that, but it did have, uh, it did have strafing. All the very best, I think it, I think it had strafing. Like you had to press L or R, L one or R one, I think. Or something like that. It had some form of it, and it was really gimped because you take one, s- one step at a time to the left <laughs> and, and then to the right. And then, oh, my God, the radio's going off. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, and then and then you get to people who are like, and, and and this is, I think I must be the exception, not the rule, but, like, you know, Tony, when he's like, oh, can Mega Man duck? Oh, can he shoot up? Oh, I'm not going to play that. And it's like, at first it's like, that's a really petty reason to not want to play it. But then you think about it, and it's just like, well, he's shooting out of his arm. What's so hard about him being able to point up and shoot? Uh, like, some some attacks come at you, and it would be useful to crouch. Why shouldn't he be able to crouch? It's, it's Again, it goes into that kind of cognitive thing where it's like, if it makes sense, you should be able to do it. In Gradius, I, was, I cited this example on my trial, but in Gradius... Okay, you've got rigid guns on a gunship, all right, and you need to keep moving forward. That's slightly different. All right, it's understandable that a ship, a ship's main cannons would only be able to shoot forward because that's how they're designed. Right. That's how we're familiar with it. Um, like in World War II, like a like a like a jet plane didn't have like Star Wars cannons with some guy on the side. That well, actually no, some did, but that's besides <laughs> the point. Um, you know, but like if Mega Man, you know, can can throw his metal blades upwards. Why can't he shoot his regular pellet gun upwards? You know, if the 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 air attack, okay, phys- like if if you want to get into the fiction of Mega Man, okay, like Air Man's attack, that's it's like tornadoes, and it's air and it's wind, it's gusting upwards. I can see that, not being able to control it. Okay, it's it's a gust of wind, but you know, small things like that, and then getting into the Resident Evil thing, and then getting into the Resident Evil Five thing, it's just like, if it makes sense like, from a physical perspective, then, you know, considering all the people who are playing games today, they should probably try to go ahead and do it. And I know that they meant for this to be kind of like a, oh, this is for Resident Evil fans type Mm -hmm. of thing, but then don't present it as a shooter. 
because while they're not presenting it entirely like a shooter, they're really press pressing or pushing like all the action that's in it because they knew that the the slight the slightly increased um, emphasis on action in Resident Evil Four was what brought people to that game. Right. So like, oh yeah, now you got shooter and and he's on steroids and his biceps are huge and but and they're running at you and oh but you can't move and shoot. Uh, thanks, you know. So I don't know. I mean, what I would you know what I'd be okay with if it was a little slower and it and it really heavily emphasized the adventure elements because Resident Evil Four was still big on the adventure. When I say adventure, I mean point and click, like find this shit and put it in there, and yeah, you know. just doing stuff that didn't involve killing people, right? And then it had some really cool action scenes too. But I don't know. I, I I'm still personally personally I'm still looking forward to it because, like I said, this is not a personal complaint, but it is something that I think they should take into account when they're looking at their audience as a whole. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um, uh, is that it for our, our biting? Should we move on to this one link that I got? Um, yeah. That's one. All right, so I just wanted to bring this up because of one of the games on this list. It's uh, it's the NPDs by platform from uh from Wired.com, and uh, for January, the top twenty selling games were We Fit, We Play, Mario wow. Kart, Left for Dead for 360, which you know is ha- I'm happy to hear, Call of Duty World at War. Uh, there's an asterisk here. I don't know what this asterisk, asterisk means. It- it excludes limited collectors or instrument bundles. So it's includes, just like... includes, includes. Includes? Oh, I thought it does not include. No, it says oh, includes. includes. Okay. Yeah, because one's EX sales. and one's IN. Yeah. Uh, Skate 2 for 360. Guitar Hero World Tour for Wii. New Super Mario Brothers? Wow. Yep. Mario With Kart DS. Sales. Lord of the King- L- Kings. Lord of the Rings Conquest. What is that? I guess it's a strategy game. <clears throat> Call of Duty World at War for PS3. Number 12 is Gears of War 2. Number 13 is Fallout 3. And number 14 is Jillian Michaels Fitness Ultimatum, 2009. Wow, that's a Wii Fit game, isn't it? Before I, before I move on to that, let me finish the list. 15 is Link's Crossbow Training. 16 is My Fitness Coach. 17 is Rock Band 2 for 360. 18 is Guitar Hero World Tour for 360. 19 is Call of Duty World at War for Wii. And 20 is, um, I actually want Call of Duty World at War for Wii, just for the motion controls. And 20 is Lego Star Wars Complete Saga for Wii. Now, going back to the Jillian Michaels Fitness Ultimatum. The reason why I bring this up is because there's a screenshot of this game in the blog.wired.com slash games article that looks like a PS1 game. <laughs> I does. This is not... It looks like Final Fantasy VIII, except with all the jaggies. Not even eight, seven. Okay, the, uh, you're right, eight because they're more humanoids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, I I know that a lot of people like to say, oh, some Wii games have PS1 graphics, and they're exaggerating. I am not. I am not. Repeat. I am not exaggerating. This really does look like a PS1 game. Okay, here's the link. Blog.wired.com/slash/games/slash/2009/slash/02/slash January hyphen two zero zero nine S as in Sam hyphen T dot HTML. Go 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 to that post and look at the picture. That's a Wii game. Yeah, sadly, that's a Wii game. You know what it reminds me of? I like, mean, granted, it's published by Majesco, which usually means it's not really developed by a, a, a good, you know, high quality development house. But uh, I like Nano Stray. 
Well, yeah, Shinan is completely different. <laughs> but I know, I'm just referencing. But uh, who, wait, wait, wait. There was something else about this game. Uh, it's probably another MPD thing. Dude, Nano Straight Two, fifteen bucks, Amazon, buying it now. Sorry, go oh, ahead. Wow, I wish I could. Um, let's see. Where is it? Sorry. The hell? Why did I just like see Jillian Michaels on my mouse? On your mouse? Yeah, it was on my mouse. It just said Jillian Michaels, all one word. On your mouse? Yeah, on my mouse cursor. Oh, your mouse over. I didn't mouse over anything. Oh, that's a weird thing. Oh, 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 I thought you okay, but on the on the screen, I thought yeah. you meant like on your actual mouse. Oh, on my actual mouse. Bro. I was like, what? Oh, that's why. For some reason, uh, Firefox must have thought I was. I'm not even in that window, and I loaded a new page, and it was mouse overing the PS1 picture that says Jillian Michaels. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, where is it? Rock band reef we fit. Geometry Wars Galaxies, 14 bucks. Yeah, I'm buying not. it. <laughs> For what? DS. Ah. Uh huh. Ninja Gaiden Dragon Store, 18 bucks. What is this, like the DS sale? Wow. Bangayo Spirits, 18 bucks. What is? Bangayo Spirits. Damn. I wish I had money. <laughs> Okay, but what are you looking for again? Jillian Michaels? I, I thought I saw uh, an article on it. I'm guessing I was wrong. <gasps> I was wrong! You was wrong. No more dialing with your butt. <laughs> dialing with your butt? What? Yeah. Raven rabbits? No, there's a, um, there's a silly commercial for a, for a cell phone that, uh, that prevents butt dialing because it has a cover. Mmm. 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 Okay, I maybe I saw it somewhere else, but I at this point have not signed it. Have not signed it. I have not signed it. What was that all about? I'm not signed it. Um, I don't know. I was kind of speaking in a really fake British accent. Okay. 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 It's alright. It's alright. I've been watching a lot of British comedy, drama, etc. Thank you for your order. We'll send you an email confirmation shortly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, Wallet. I had to. Okay, but back to Jillian Michaels. So, if you look, if you look at what the hell is this? Who's calling me? If you look at the um, the the connection between her calf and her thigh, oh, it's like it's like two strip polygons. Yep, it's so <laughs> obvious. And then she's punching a punching bag that looks like mud. Yeah, no, it looks like she's standing in mud, punching a punching bag that looks like mud. Yeah, and I mean this like, is nasty, very very nasty. It looks really pixelated, and I don't know if it's it's the screenshot quality or if it's actually the game, but it looks like a pre-rendered background, like a really poor pre-rendered background. Like it looks like a it looks like an old King's Quest game. Yeah, it does. I, like I a really old real King's Quest though. game. It's 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 horrible. I, I, it's 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 I don't know. You, you everybody has to see this. Um, I'll figure out a way to uh, to guarantee that people see this. Whether it be, <laughs> maybe I'll change the the podcast logo to that. But um, the podcast logo. No. Why Don't not? Do that. Why Don't not? do it. Why not? Because it's nasty. I'm gonna use it to see if there's anything. John Michael's week. 
What exactly is, is it that you thought you saw it? again? I don't know. I thought I saw something like an article or something about it, but <laughs> I didn't. I'm guessing I didn't. But I'm looking at the commercial, the trailer for Jillian Michaels Fitness Ultimate in 2009. Week. Okay, she's talking about something. I have the volume down, so I have no idea. Okay. Impressions. She's punching. She's running. A shot of her abs. She's punching and kicking. <laughs> she's talking about her new <clears throat> game on the Wii. Oh my God, these graphics suck. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh no. But it's it's 60 frames per second. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this looks like Back to the Future on NES. In 3D. Is this on, is this on YouTube? Yeah, YouTube. Just search Jillian Michaels Wii. Everybody search Jillian Michaels Wii on YouTube and enjoy it with us. Write Diet an essay tips. about it. Write an essay about it and you might win Jillian Michaels. The City of Potion. No, just Jillian Michaels. <laughs> oh my god, there's a kayaking thing. There's a mine car, log jumping. What? Really framey tire running. What in the hell? <laughs> Punching with Wii Remote Nunchuck. Got the Wii condom on it. And the first comment says, I just brought this video, and it does suck. I can't get the boxing game or the tire track game to work. I didn't know what was wrong, and don't give you instructions. I should have listened to the reviews before I brought it, but I thought maybe everyone would have been wrong. But there is not a waste of money. They're, they're not. There, as in, there you are. Oh, God. All right, listen, Internet. All right, should have contracts to should have, but it does not expand back out to should of. No, should've it's just that people should have. Uh, people use the are stupid, and they. I think know. Ugh, so annoying. Should of, should of, not of, should should have, should have, the. But that's all one sentence. Should have. That's all one <laughs> sentence. Oh my god! I think we've run our course today. <laughs> what do you think? Um, we didn't talk about God of War three yet. Oh shit! That's right. There's we God of War. Minutes. There's a third God of War coming out. If you didn't know, it looks it's pretty good. Play. It's out for PlayStation Three. Out in well, stores, not now. We'll be That's out. That's it. We're gone. 3. No, I'm kidding. So, um, one of the things that I was reading about it, uh, is that uh, it's going to increase the scale a lot in terms of how many people you fight at once. Um, this is based on the preview I'm seeing on OneUp.com. Um, I think there's a Game Informer issue that has it on the cover. Um, what I really like about it is how they're expanding that size of it, but they're not making it like completely Dynasty Warriors-esque. Like, it's about 50 on the screen, but not like a zillion. Yeah. Um, and then they have some cool stuff about the uh, about how, like, if there are a whole bunch of grunts running at you, uh, but, like, a, a perceived general or something of higher status comes onto the screen, they'll kind of, like, line up and organize. I think that's really cool. Um, and I, I like the... the um, the thought of there being more Titan, they call it Titan gameplay, like you're riding on the backs of Titans, like kind of like what you're doing in God of War 1 and kind of what you, I can't remember if you do in God of War 2, but like entire levels are based on their movements and so it kind of like in God of War 1, but like they'll move their arm and shit will change. Mm-hmm. So I don't know uh, I don't know if you read anything about it. Do you have anything to say about that before we go really quick because it's really fast and tired and I'm hungry and what? Nope. Not at all. I, I just oh. you were the one with the information about God of War because you said there might be spoilers. And since oh. you know I'm planning on starting God of War two tomorrow, maybe. No, I know where not. the spoilers are. It's only in that one paragraph that I said to avoid. Yeah, I, my eyes waver, so I didn't want to look at your eyes. Suck. <laughs> my eyes don't suck. They look. Um, they look. All right. 
All right, yeah, we have run our course. So that's got awards three. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, look out for more trilobites, or since this is likely not to go up until uh, mid-May, uh, you will have already heard them. But uh, I will have some trilobiting on the Simpsons game for PS2. Uh, you'll hear that shortly, or you will have already heard that before Monday. And uh, have fun with that. Love it. Learn it. Live it. Yeah, for Al. Bye, Check out Trilobite. Check out my site. And if you don't know what, what wait, is, what is this site again? It. It's uh, something with, with, the, with alphabets. Yeah, with alphabets. You get them with trilobite. Oh, you don't want to pimp it now? Nah. Excellent. Get that Exactly. Slow it down. Excellent. Not you. Two K. Dot blogspot. Dot com. Doctor Facebook for people who check two C's, two L's. Okay. Uh, yeah. For Al, I am me, and we're gone. Uh, stop recording. No, just sync. I'm so out of it. Three, two, one. I'll give you that in. All right, stop.